Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be episode 105 of The Informed Catholic. We're going to do the readings for Thursday, um, which is the second week of Advent. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray for me and with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Christe Lysion, Christe Lysion, Christe Lysion. Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Amen. Okay, so now we're going to do the um, <clears throat> Advent uh, prayer uh, from uh, Saint, uh, well, I call him Saint, uh, Kempis, Thomas Akempis, uh, from the Imitation of Christ. So, longing for God. O Lord Jesus Christ, most loving Savior and ruler of creation, who will give me wings of perfect freedom so that I may fly to you, and in you find perfect repose. When shall I be granted the privilege to see how sweet you are? O oh Lord my God, when shall I become so centered in you as not to be conscious of myself, but only of you, above all sensible things, in a way, in a way not known to all? But now I frequently sigh and complain about the miseries of life. I daily encounter many evils in this veil of tears, because many pernicious, pernicious things have often happened. Then that sadden me and darken my path. They often hinder and distract me, lure and ensnare me preventing me from approaching you without reservation and enjoying the sweet embrace always granted to your faithful flowers. Let my sighs and my fervent desires move your heart, incline your ear to hear me. Amen. Okay, that was beautiful. It's not too many um, Advent uh, prayers like that, but uh, I think I can probably pick out a few things that could fit it because there's like they have for Lent and Christmas. But if I have to repeat a few other poems, I will do it or prayers. Okay, so let's. Uh, one of the interesting things, um, it's. Uh, I think, what was it, today was it? Or yesterday was St. Nicholas. No, today was St. Ambrose. Yesterday was St. Nicholas. And, uh, you know, St. Nicholas of Myra, he was a bishop. And um, he attended the Council of Nicaea. 
And according the real St. Nicholas, not the star, uh, the uh, store window Santa or the Coca-Cola Santa, because the red and white uh, outfit actually was uh, put together by um, the style that we know him now, the fashion of Santa that we have now uh, came from a Coca-Cola ad. But the real St. Nicholas uh, stood up against Arius, Arius the, uh, the heretic who pushed a very human Jesus, something that the world always wants, actually not divine. And he slapped him or um, some say he punched him, uh, grabbed him by his beard um, and he, they threw him in prison and stripped him of his uh, office of bishop. Um, and the story has it he was approached in prison uh, in an apparition, a private apparition he had of of Jesus and Mary, uh, the, uh, Jesus and his mother. And a, um, you know, he, he, he was willing, he, he, he suffered what he, uh, what he suffered for the honor and dignity of Christ because the Greek words, uh, I don't know, but they, one basically, Denied Arius denied the incarnation, while um, Nicholas Saint Nicholas defended the incarnation, and the idea was, you know, he was human, not de not denied. It was Greek words. I don't, I'm not. I I unfortunately I'm not familiar with Greek, but that was the whole case, and that was the beautiful thing. Now Ambrose, Ambrose of Milan, he was a um a genius i mean he was one of the one of the four original church fathers ambrose augustine um i think jerome and then there was athanasius um all four of them were, are the first church fathers uh original church fathers and it's beautiful and i think they became doctors of the church too because of theology, the theology, you know, your theology, you know, who Jesus Christ is, you know, who God is. Theology brings you closer to God, but you got to do it with prayer, not just studying it just to be an intellectual. It doesn't work that way. Prayer and passion and love, love for God, love for Jesus, love for, for, for the beauty of the Christian faith the richness of the Christian faith, the beauty and honor and dignity of God. To study theology is to know the dignity of God and who he is and what he is. That's important. All right, let's move on to the reading. Okay, entrance antiphon, Psalm 119. You, O Lord, are close and all your ways are truth. From a bold I have known of your decrees, for you are eternal. Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the paths of your only begotten Son, that through his coming we may be found worthy to serve you with minds made pure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Isaiah 41. I am your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The book of the prophet Isaiah. I am the Lord your God who grasped 
your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I will help you. Fear not, O worm Jacob, O maggot Israel. I will help you, says the Lord. Your Redeemer is here, Holy One of Israel. I will make of you a thrashing sledge, a sharp, new, double-edged. To thresh the mountains and crush them, to make the hills like chaff. When you winnow them, the wind shall carry them off, and the storm shall scatter them. But you shall rejoice in the Lord and glory in the Holy One of Israel. The afflicted and the needy seek water in vain. Their tongues are parched with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open my rivers on the bare heights and fountains in the broad valleys. I will turn the desert into a marshland and the dry ground into springs of water. I will plant in the desert the cedar, akakia, myrtle, and olive. I will set in the wastelands the cypresses together with the plain tree and the pine that all may see and know, observe and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of them of, of Israel has, has created the Holy One of Israel has created it. That the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Psalm 145. The response The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. I will extol you, O my God and King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them, dis let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great and of great kindness. Let them make known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. Okay. Okay, uh, Alleluia, Alleluia. Let the clouds rain down, the just one, and the earth bring forth a savior. Alleluia, Alleluia. Let the clouds rain down, the just one, and the earth bring forth a savior. It's from Isaiah 45, verse, verse 8. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 11, verse uh, 11 to 15. None greater than John the Baptist has been born. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John 
and the Baptists until now. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent are taking it by force. All the prophets and the law prophesied up to the time of John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who is to come. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. Jesus said to the crowds, Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent are taking it by force. All the prophets and the law prophesied up to the time of John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who is to come. Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So in this in this particular reading, we have Isaiah, God speaking through Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, telling Israel that I will take you by the hand. I will grasp your hand. I will help you. I am your God. I am going to help you. I'm going to, <clears throat> to help you and to redeem you. Because that's what he's talking to them. He's this is one thing you you notice in these readings, uh, that I will grasp your your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I will help you. Fear not, O worm Jacob, O maggot Israel. This is because of their sinful state. Because they broke the covenant, they went into paganism, and they also practiced child sacrifice. I will help you, says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I will make of you a threshing sledge, a sharp, new, double-edged, to, to thresh the mountain and crush them, meaning the enemy, to make the hills like chaff. All right. And he, I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open up rivers on the bare heights and fountains in broad valleys. I will turn the desert into a marshland and the dry ground into springs of water. I will plant in the desert the cedar, akakia, myrtle, and olive. I will, let it, I will set in the wasteland the cypresses together with the plane trees and the pine that all may see and know, observe and understand that the hand of the Lord is has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created. This is this, I think, the symbolism of the trees of the different wood and everything is I think the sign of the gospel. Um the different trees and different wood, the dry the desert and the rivers, the fresh water, a symbol of salvation, kind of a picture of paradise of creation of Eden. And then, you know, of course, uh, going, you know, going into the gospel, um, our Lord is speaking about John the Baptist because John the Baptist, 
Um, I think at this point he, you know, he was, he was martyred and he gives a, a wonderful, a beautiful eulogy to, to John and how, and how John is, I mean, what else can you say? No man, uh, no greater, uh, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. None greater than John. But then he says, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Because he's saying that there are others who were even more humble, more meek, more holy than even him. That there are others to be born who could even uh, rival his holiness, his his piety. And yet John is a great prophet. John is a holy man. John is, John, John had the privilege of being the forerunner to prepare the way for the Messiah. John, you know, had the privilege of calling him the Lamb of God, had the honor, the, the you know, to call him the Redeemer, to, to announce and to baptize him and to witness the Holy Spirit come down upon him. John had this privilege, this, this honor, and to be his cousin. I mean, it's fantastic. You know, um, he's revered. He was revered by St. John Fisher, by even John the uh, by Thomas More, uh, many many uh, use John as as a as a type of uh, role model for martyrdom, because you know he was the first really. John stood up against Herod Antipas because of marriage, because of marriage. Because John himself came from two people who stayed together even when people were gossiping about them because they didn't have a child because they were in their old age. And they had a miraculously conceived a, a, a child of, like John the Baptist. Yet, you know, they never left. They never broke up. They didn't break up their marriage. They didn't break up their um, their union. They stayed even beyond the the gossip and the name calling and the snickering probably. Elizabeth and Zachariah stuck it out and then they were blessed one day. Blessed with having a child, a son. They were told by an angel, told by heaven that God has answered their prayers. Zachariah was a little slow. Elizabeth, I at least I personally believe that an angel must have told her because she knew everything. It appeared to be. And she didn't doubt. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful idea. A beautiful, I mean, not idea, but a picture of holiness, of piety, which is something we need today. All right, I'm going to end it here. Um, it's a short one today. So, um, 
Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless.